Welcome to the Inklecast. Lately, we've been talking about what to call our next big project, and it's got us thinking about what makes a name great anyway. I'm Tom Cale. I'm John Ingold. I'm Joseph Humphrey. So the thing about 80 Days was we never had to think about the title at all. It was so easy. Why can't all projects be this easy? Exactly. It was like, it's the score is in the title, the name is in the title, everything about it is simple, it's elegant, it's short, and it fits at the top of the alphabet. You couldn't really ask for a better title. Unfortunately... There aren't very many games that sort of fit that that the no, objective I, is I don't, in the title. And also, I don't think I've ever worked on a game where the naming the game has been easy. Um, because I remember when we were working at Sony, we'd have um, a process where we'd have an email going around listing hundreds of names. And the more names you come up with as potential, uh, potential possibilities, the more they all get diluted and that none of them start to stand and out. And people start to fracture into the ones that they like and they don't. And then, yeah. of course, at Sony, it had to go through the legal department as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we've been thinking about what game names we liked and like what names we liked in general yeah. and came up with lots of wild theories. I think my favourite one that we, we came up with was the, the active verb theory. So I think you were talking about the yeah. the film. Yeah, The Wind Rises. Right, the Miyazaki? Uh, yeah, it's a Studio Ghibli Miyazaki film, yeah. Just having an active verb that like makes it sound like you're yeah. doing something yeah. in the um, title. But, and if you compare with that with something like... Um, the wind that right ri- no uh, the wind of rising <laughs> right the rising wind the rise uh, well, that's still active, active isn't it that's still, still quite active isn't yeah. it yeah. oh yeah. the wind that did rise the wind that has risen <laughs> that's the thing you can't <laughs> but anyway if you if you made you think of a different title like um, the age of wind or something like that mm. then. It's just a bit flatter, isn't That's it? generally, yeah. The, the classic The X of Y title, mm. The Echo of Silence, and mm. The Bridge of Blog, and yeah, just, yeah. it feel, always feels so generic. There's a few yeah. good examples of that, but like, yeah. it seems like a very difficult one to get right. The Age of Ultron. Classic. The Age of Ultron. Yeah, I read that every time, and I think Ultron is a type of soap powder. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just not in that world. I guess part of the problem with these, these names that have age in them is that they're a bit hackneyed anyway. Um, like there have been quite a few game titles like The Broken Age and the, it's just the, the, the Thief games were kind of the Steel Age and okay. the Bronze Age or right. something like that okay. mm. um, but that said um, back to the topic of um, X of Y Tom you really like Shadow of the Colossus right? I do yeah I like I think it's just got some really strong imagery like being in the Shadow of the Colossus implies that it's tall and the fact that it explicitly has Colossus in the title kind of to, like reinforces mm. that I think it's just really powerful as an image it just mm. makes the shadow thing makes it even bigger so it's a colossal yeah. colossus yeah exactly yeah I guess maybe that's the thing about the of the name is that the words have got to really count so if yeah. you we put this out on Twitter we asked people for favourite game names and someone suggested the echo of the wild now yeah. I, I, I don't know the game and um, they said that it has a sort of subtle meaning within the game but when mm. I heard that I just thought well, Echo just doesn't mean anything to me, and Wilds doesn't really mean anything to me. So the mm. Echo of the Wilds is it's like the opposite of the Shadow of the Colossus. I've got I'm mm. left with double of nothing. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting because when we were trying to think of a name for our next game, um, I really like the word Echo. I, mm. um, and it does have some some kind sort of, of relevance. Some to sort the, of relevance, to not to give anything yeah. away. But um, I think it's an interesting word because it's got an interesting shape, and it tells you something about. Um, it, it just it feels quite visual, or it has 
Um, it's got a bit of an onomatopoeia. Yeah, to I was it, about exactly. Yeah, I was exactly. just about to say that. I do you feel yeah. a little bit though that it's just kind of one of those bullshitty, meaningless words like Metroid Prime Echoes? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What yeah, does yeah, that yeah, mean? Yeah. So, really? so I've, I've been wondering whether if you're going to have multiple ne- words in your name, then they each need to serve a purpose. So it's okay to have a bullshit kind of just tone word that gives you a feeling, just a pure kind of um, emotional response, Mm. as long as you have maybe another word that performs a different purpose, like it tells you what you do in the game, or it is the name of a character, or something like that. So, like, a word word like lost, it never came up in our discussions, I think, because we all just dodged around it. That's a really good example of a a word that doesn't do anything apart from set a bit of tone, Mm. unless you call your whole show lost. Well, unless unless it's actually... The, the goal of the game or something. It's telling you about a bit like 80 Days. Yeah, so. okay. So you have to get lost. Um, <laughs> or, or no, you are lost no, no, and that yeah. is the theme. Yeah. It, it's, it's quite good as a one-word title. I was thinking that you get... There's definitely a, a game on the app store called Lost City, I think. And then there's maybe another one called Lost Echoes. Okay. Or is it Ooh, that or that Dark nothing. Echoes? Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. is a Lost Echo anyway? I don't know. But then you stare at these things for too long and they start to just seem like shapes of the clouds and you just can't put your finger yeah, on it. Exactly. Mm, you definitely all. you can't you can't do this all day. You can't come up with names names all day or they do just lose their meaning. But then we totally I I found this website of list some guy had written down like a hundred words that he really liked. Mm. Which was actually the kind of that was the breakthrough moment for me, was reading all these random words. It was mm. just sort of I mean, it was just all sorts of things. There was mm. a word called queef, which I won't define, but is worth <laughs> looking up. Um, <laughs> a word like Nadia, Zenith, Azimuth, yeah. these kind of amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. words. Ithmuths. I went through a brief period yeah. of thinking we should call our game Ithmuth. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. Right, so oh, well. one of the other topics that we've been talking about and we've been talking about names is the type of name that really you don't know what the word is you've got no particular association with it which is an int- which is interesting like the, the the go-to example we're using right now is oxen free because i think you did look it up like yeah, it's, it's something from american culture according to wikipedia it's it's the thing that you say when you're playing um uh, hide and seek that means you can come out and you don't get tagged uh, when you're right. playing tiggy it you'd say barley's when I was growing up right I mean, but I don't okay. even know that that's true and okay. like and it might be something that's maybe cultural regional specific yeah in any mm. case it meant nothing to any of us it's got nothing to do with free cows was the yeah. thing like when I was playing the game I was thinking is this anything is that a farming game like what's going on oxen is a great word but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's funny how after you've got to know a game and you're interested in it, if it, if it, if it has a unique name, then it becomes valuable, valuable because it's it becomes very specific to it's mean that game, like and it, it well, takes it become, ownership of it the letters. It becomes a Google word. Whack, doesn't it? Yeah, like, right. Exactly. Unique exactly. thing. I guess there's that thing as well. We've talked about this before of the making a word by smashing two words together. Mm. And mm. in fairness, to Oxen Free, I think they haven't actually done no, that, even exactly. though I thought they had. Yeah. Firewatch. Firewatch, Titanfall. Well, uh, but Firewatch Bioshock. is Firewatch is one of those. Is that actually a word? It sounds. It, it, yeah, I think it could be, but okay. it's also it's also an active word. Like you're on Firewatch duty. Like it's mm. like it feels it feels more than just like. So when we were coming up the name for the name of our company, and one of the options that. I, I cringe to say I liked at the time mm. was story juice. 
And that is a perfect example of the like That's two awful. words smashed together. <laughs> just yeah. bringing out but the story, it, especially yeah. in like in like digital publishing. There was just a whole load. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. So many read mill book book weave and weave story stories. It's just so like, this, it, yeah, yeah, it, and it's so um, popular among startups because often what startups do is they combine two concepts together. They're like mm. they're being. There being the, the something for something in the new internet age. We literally want to take story and give it some juice. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I was thinking, looking through the names that we got over Twitter, is like it's so much easier when you're making a comedy game or like a goofy game or a parody mm. game, like or even something that isn't quite goofy. There was someone who suggested Lesbian Spider Queens of Mars, which is an excellent title that really <laughs> captures its spirit. But like, you can kind of get away with that, whereas yeah. like. And you're making a game which is trying to be a bit more mainstream or something, you just lose that whole avenue of just like going wild, of just going nuts on a title, which I kind of feel sad about in a way. Mm. Like, it'd be really nice to make a game which had like some epic sort of 20 word title. I always like the title of Philip K. Dick novels that are things like Flow My Tears, the policeman said, which is a terrible title for a novel, mm. but it's really good. Yeah, that's quite cool. We just can't, yeah, we have to take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you're doing a more serious title, it needs to have some sort of meaning in the words. Whereas if you're doing a silly title, the fact that the words are silly together, like Lesbian Spider Queen's about silly, it just tells you it's oh, a silly game. Talking of serious titles, the one one that um, we haven't talked about recently is Sunless, Sunless Sea, mm. um, which is lovely because it's mm. from poetry. It conveys meaning with every word. It tells you about the tone of the game. It tells you a little bit about the gameplay. Even. About the core mechanics. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Exactly. And it's one of those things, because it's from a very famous poem, it sounds like a phrase you've heard before, mm. even if you might not be able to put your exactly. finger on quite why or yeah. where. Mm. And that I do think that's very, very crafty. I can imagine that they totally woke up with that title and then thought, oh, what is the game? that <laughs> <laughs> like it, It's such a given title. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot better than Fall in London. Fall in London is mm. quite evocative, but it doesn't have the same strength. Sun the Sea is just cool. Yeah, it's nice mm. though that the two do feel like the companion pieces yeah, in terms of their titling, which yeah. is quite impressive. That's true. The other title that we've talked about a lot is Papers Please, which yes, but mostly just to go, oh, that's a really good title because it doesn't yeah. really help us at all because it's yeah, definitely in no. that kind of goofy space. Yeah, which is it's slightly very slightly. Yeah. Although, no, 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 no. actually, actually, I can imagine, although the... Like, if it was a serious title, it would be Papers Now. (laughs) Well, so... (laughs) That's the sequel. The actual game game has a slight whimsical edge. Um, It's slightly tongue-in-cheek. But if you you imagined that it was just as serious as this war of mine, I think Papers, Please would somehow be really poignant. Mm, I think Ooh. poignant is the right word for it, definitely. Mm. Like it takes on a new meaning when you've played the game, just because okay. it's the phrase that's constantly repeated. Okay. But I do okay. think it's a bit joking. It's a bit tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, because I, yeah. I think that game definitely has that... It wears that slightly... Goofy's too strong, but that slightly goofy layer quite lightly that just lets mm. it get away with a few things and yeah. kind of tell its story a bit more simply. It's almost a parable kind of thing, and that's mm. quite that's mm. quite nice. This War mm. of Mine is a great title. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. the X of Y type titles, it sort of twists that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's because it's possessive. And we were talking about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We possessive, were talking so. about Lawrence Arabia and how that's actually not possessive. It's not like he owns Arabia. And we had some good examples of... I, can't I know, a, a Lawrence Arabia. We had this half an hour conversation about how it was great because you don't know who Lawrence is. 
So that's kind of interesting. And Arabia is this sort of half real, half not real place that doesn't... And you put the two together and then suddenly it's really fascinating. It's so much better mm. than, like, Basil of Croydon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just you couldn't make that game. Bob of, Bob of America. Trump of America. Yeah. I also really like possessives that have an apostrophe S because it's kind mm. of tight. It means you can just have two words together yeah. and indicate ownership. Sophie's Choice. Although that's actually... They're normally a bit sillier than that. They're normally mm. quite casual. But Sophie's Choice is a bit darker. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some more examples, but there are yeah, a ton I, of those. Yeah, I the interesting thing is, is when you come when you come up with a name in, during a project as well. I mean, obviously, eighty days was given to us, right? And mm. sorcery is sorcery, so we, we didn't have a say in that. But like, because in our discussions of the last week, we have, ladies and gentlemen, we have come up with a name we think we like, which we're probably not going to. Announce. <laughs> I don't know. I think but, last night I was going. <laughs> oh yeah, we, oh no, because <laughs> I found it sinking into my head and going, oh okay, that's really helping me understand so, what the flavour of the story is going to be. Which is interesting that if you can get a title which gives you that. So there's this anecdote from film mm. that uh, Blade Runner, which is a fantastic film, Blade Runner, the title Blade Runner comes from another film that someone wrote about surgeons, which Ridley Scott bought the script for and then threw the script away. No Made film, which means he paid money purely to get that title no and way. the title has nothing to do so, with the film so this sounds silly but I think actually there's a huge amount of value in the title of a game it's like judging a book by its cover like everything about the way you will first hear about the game and the way that it will sink into your consciousness will be initially related to the name of the game so there's a huge amount of importance um, mm. in, in getting it right and making it strong, evocative, hopefully a little bit descriptive. Yeah. I think on the first... I think when you hear a word five or six times, it just sinks in. You just accept it for what yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think... But it's, it's, it's hard to judge it after, yeah, yeah. after six times. I was thinking about her story, because I, I think that's mm. a great title. Yeah. And it's partly because I've gone back and thought about it a couple of times and gone, oh, why is it quite that called that? But I remember when I first saw it, I thought it was really awkward. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a very clever name, um... In so many ways, but it, it's a difficult name in terms of like your first few impressions, mm, definitely. Mm, and that's how I feel about... Oddly, it captures the game, though, because the game feels a bit awkward in some ways and then sort of resolves itself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. think it's a bit awkward, but I think it works when you first listen because it's quite bold, like mm. not in the way that, you yeah. know, like it's not actually in bold or anything. It's just that mm. you hear it and you think, oh, I don't really know any titles that are quite like It's that. really different. So it yeah. sticks. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, I quite like uh, names that begin with, say, a preposition like in or under um, or over. Like there's a, there's a book called Over Sea Under Stone. And mm, I think that's lovely. lovely. Yeah. Um, are there any others that we it's gone we with the wind kind about? of on that axis? Or is that a bit like uh, gone no, into the wind? It's a bit different. Also though, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It feels like it's on a similar Well, it's got axis, with, I guess. And it's got that very passive um, to it. That's like, it. It's almost it's after it. the end of the story. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very different yeah. than going with the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different. Um, <laughs> You're right. We've been talking a lot about the word wind and the unfortunate connotations. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the major wind. No. <laughs> so you've also got to be very careful when naming a game that it can't possibly be twisted. Mm, yeah, there was that one word I found in my list of 100 words, which was abyssal, which means like or like an abyss yeah. but unfortunately it's very close to abysmal and at that point yes. you know what the reviews are going to say <laughs> exactly. like, the reviews are going to be negative just so they can do the pun yeah. <laughs> you just don't go there it's really interesting and there's that thing that you don't want to give your name out until because it is a core part of your brand yeah, you don't want exactly. to give it out until it's, you're really sure of it you exactly. definitely don't want to change it it's very minute. newsworthy but, yeah, um, and, it's, and it's 
also one of the first things that you have to announce um, mm. because you can't really talk about mm. it if you don't have a name. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. At which point we'd better stop talking because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got a name to announce yet. Are there any names that you both actually just personally like? From games? Yeah. From games. Things in general, actually. Uh, yeah, what have, I, what have I said in my favourite game names? I've probably mentioned most of them. I thought the Banner Saga was a great name recently. Like, yeah, that managed to be yeah, really that's... evocative, really simple, quite fresh, quite different. It's lovely, but I think if we were going... If we had... If that hadn't existed and we'd mm. suggested it... I think I would have wanted to reject it just purely for using the word saga because mm. it feels well, like true, it true. feels like a, a a Japanese kind of cheap RPG. I, don't know. I think it, it's quite, it's all right for that game though. Like that game is Vikings. Yeah, right. No, I think right I word. think they've taken ownership of the word yeah. and managed to make it theirs. But mm. but it's it's a but difficult. You would have had that negative reaction. Yeah, definitely, with. definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely true that if you can take ownership of a word, you're rolling in it. Like if it's if people use that word and then they think of your game, even if that word yeah. doesn't necessarily mean your game, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. laughing. Oh, now what was that? Speaking of Japanese titles, what was that Steam game that when we were looking through the list of Steam games, it was called something like um, "Nervous Lovers on the Rooftop." Can you remember what it was? <laughs> oh, it was something like that. It was something on the roof. Spirits on the roof yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was just what a good name for a game. Like. Uh, probably an accidental translation of something which was kind of classier in, in Japanese. I assume it was Japanese. Like it had a manga look. Yeah, to yeah, it, but, yeah. Mm. Um, it's interesting the way some of these Japanese translations create this weird, slightly surrealist just sense, sense that you can't actually invent yeah, if you were yeah, to, yeah, yeah, if you were to try. Maybe that's what we should do. Is when we get a title we like, we should put it into Google Translate, <laughs> translate it into Japanese, and back again and see what it comes out as. Yeah, it's always funny how like an English title gets translated as well. Even if you come up with the cleverest title in the world, like all the other countries are going to mm. skewer it, and it's it might be completely different. Mm. Yeah, like that's Shadow true. of the Colossus, the original title is Wonder and the Colossus, yeah. which is I think way worse. Ah, but, but it's that, different. That, it's that different brings us way. on to the topic that we were talking about before of. Um, Games that are named after the main protagonist, right? Yeah, mm. which yeah. turns out is really rare. Like, but we... it seems to be quite popular in Japan, right? Like Mario, Zelda, yeah, and that's all right. The Nintendo, Nintendo games, games. almost all of those. Um, yeah. I don't know whether it is just Nintendo or whether there are other Japanese com- companies that do that. Yeah, and the only mm-hmm. example, kind of mainstream Western stuff we could think of, was Lara Croft: Angel of Darkness. Yeah, and they went right back to Tomb Raider. Again yeah, and they rebooted it. And my impression from that one was that. Actually, the only reason they'd named it after the character is because the character had become such a large brand on its own. But if you were to create a new franchise, you wouldn't be able to do that so easily. I wondered, actually, thinking about that, you know the Uncharted collection? They called that the Nathan, Nathan Drake, Drake collection, didn't they? True. It's like they were trying to promote the character yeah. up through the ranks to be, interesting. to be the kind of box yeah. that you... You hang the it's definitely on. a yeah. It's a strong way to create a brand behind the main character. Yeah, yeah it's and and it's something that we noticed about Indiana Jones as well. That when Raiders of the Lost first came out, Ra- the Raiders of the Lost Ark first came out, it wasn't called Indiana Jones. It was only retrospectively called that once they started to turn this into a, mm. a proper series. Mm. I wonder if there's some truth in it's it's simpler characters like kids stuff. Like oh you know like Harry mm. Potter or Dora the Explorer, but also relatively simple action movies like Iron Man, Spider Man. They're just sort of telling you mm. who the hero is, so you can just jump in. So you know who to support. Basically. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, exactly. it's strong. I think it is strong, and it works as a brand as well. 
Um, but I think as soon as you have any sort of moral complexity in your hero, it suddenly gets a bit more... It kind of gets in the way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. a little, because it's not entirely about them. It's about what they do and what happens to yeah. them. So before we wrap up, do you guys have any personal preferences? Like, what's your favourite name? Favourite recent game name? Uh, I quite like The Witness, actually. It's weird. I don't know if it's got anything to do with the game, but it really creates that sense of being slightly passive and at a distance. Yeah. yeah and I think it always has done since I first saw it as yeah. the name. I, I love The Witness, and I'm, I'm nearly at the end. And maybe I'm just not intelligent enough, but I haven't <laughs> been able to work out where it's called The Witness yet. And actually, I don't think it's a very strong name because it just it doesn't communicate anything maybe about it's the too game, passive really. as well yeah it's weird yeah, it does make it sound passive, like a crime yeah. game which is weird but I, I just quite like mm. you put the screenshot next to the title and they sort of seem to complement each other yeah to me. fair enough yeah yeah um i like sunless sea as i said earlier mm. um I, I think it's just perfect for the game name to be yeah. honest it's pretty um, good I've been playing Grim Fandango lately. Oh, I just that's, a, that's a lovely it. name. <laughs> I don't know what it so means, good. but Grim so Fandango. Good. She rolls off the tongue. Yeah, that's lovely. <laughs> Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and while we're there, her hokum. That feels uh, good to say. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh, from a few years back, Patapon. Yeah. That was great, because that totally described the game. Yeah, mechanic. that's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's kind of genius. Yeah. It's a whole new breed. Anyway, we better wrap up. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you.